Okay, let's thank you. Let's begin and continue at the same time. Uh, we're continuing from yesterday. I was thinking about Yaakov. I was thinking about your question a lot. Um, and I think that it's very important for us to uh, talk. I really want to talk more about what we spoke about yesterday, but more in detail um, just to re review a little bit uh, before we begin. Um, we spoke about the transition from childhood to adulthood and from being a child to being an adult. And we said especially when you're at, a, uh, at, at changing from being a child to an adult in your physical uh, stage in life which means some people can be 50 years old uh, and older and they could still be a child um, and act like a child, that we know. Um, at your stage in life, and when I say you, I'm referring more uh, to someone who's 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. During that time period, you're, that's when you hopefully are beginning to transition into a into an adult. Um, when you're younger, you know, 13, 14, obviously you're a teenager, um, 16, 17, 18, you're transitioning to become an adult and it's very, very challenging. It's very difficult. And if you miss uh, that time period and if you miss uh, the transition and a person gets married and then they have children and then they're busy in their life, whatever it is, then you sort of never really, not that the only time to, to transition to become an adult is during that time, but uh, that's the time where you practically are, you know, have to make a living, you have to think for yourself. Uh, I don't know if you have to, but those are things that you want to start doing. Like we said, to become independent. From going from dependency to independence. And the more independent a person can become, the more independent you learn that you can become. And there are many different levels of independency, right? To be independent. I don't know if independency is a word. To become independent versus to be dependent, right? When I'm independent, so I could be independent um, from an emotional uh, perspective, Right? We could talk about some examples of that, which we'll get to in a second. I just sort of want to give the overview. And what Yaakov was asking yesterday was, what, how does a person go from child to adult? What are some characteristics? And I really want to uh, explore that a lot together, um, maybe in a more organized fashion of how do you go from adult, uh, from child to adult? Head as a person, and then we could start. We could start with, with uh, um, different um, aspects of it, which I, which I want to start, which I do want to talk about. Um, first, I want to make sure we're all on the same page with, with that. Um, and with, with this you know, transition of going become, becoming from child, and it doesn't just happen. Uh, you, you've met many people, we've all met, met many adults who act like children. And when you act like a child still, and you're not mature, 
We'll call that the word. If you're not mature and you have children and you raise children and you're immature, so then that's going to majorly affect your children. That's what's going to happen. And everybody is going to be missing. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has their uh, mistakes and challenges and shortcomings. Um, being an adult, okay, I'm already get, getting more into the specific. Being an adult, let me do this, and then, I'll let, then I want to hear from everybody here, um, and we'll see where we could start. Being an adult does not mean you don't make mistakes. It's not like children make mistakes and adults don't make mistakes. Adults also make mistakes. Um, so it's not about becoming perfect. It's not about becoming uh, better than somebody. It's about learning to transition from being a child to be an adult, which sounds great. But Yaakov, your question is the theme that I'd like to explore till I feel like we got more clarity of what that is. Um, okay, so question, comments, and then we can begin. Yes, Yudi. Good, good, exactly, great. So that, so it's interesting that you picked the example of making your own sandwich for lunch, right? That, that would be a physical example of doing something that I need, right? You didn't pick an example of uh, how is independent more than me realizing that if somebody uh, thinks a certain thing about me, that doesn't mean that it's true. That might be emotional independence. So Yudi, that's just an example of I think first we might want to categorize and separate. I just want to say, I'm not at all steering away. We're going to do some Hilchus Lashon Hara and we're going to do Mesil Yisharim. I don't look at this at all as any, um, any stira to learning Chavetz Chaim. This is a Hagdama to the Chavetz Chaim. You know why? Because, because when you're not tuned in to yourself, and you're thinking about everybody else, and you're living in someone else's world, then there's nothing to talk about. When I say there's nothing to talk about, what that means is you can't even begin to live the life that you want to begin to live as long as you are in other people's business. Your first step in life, and now that could be something, a category we could talk about also, is a maturity and transitioning from a child to an adult. But as long as you are having conversations with other people about other people, as long as you're having conversations with friends of yours, family members of yours, about other people, as far as I'm concerned, as far as we're concerned, as far as I'm concerned, I don't want to talk for anybody else here, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing to talk about, which means you're not even in the game of life. If you are sitting down every time you're having a conversation with people, you're talking about other people. You're already, we're, we're not talking, right? That's like saying, uh, you know, uh, somebody who is sleeping all day and doing nothing all day, that's fine. You could sleep all day and do nothing all day, but we're, we're not having a conversation about life until you're ready to say, okay, I'm, I'm actually living, you know, today and I'm, I'm getting up in the morning and functioning. So somebody who talks about other people all the time. I'm not saying that sometimes we don't slip up. We're all human and sometimes we slip up. But Hilchus Lashon Hara begins with one 
with one foundation. That foundation is, is that I'm, I, I can't spend my time and energy talking about other people, thinking about other people. Is it normal to think about other people and talk about other people? Normal, bad word. Is it, uh, is it typical that people do that? Yes, but so what? People do a lot of stupid things. Okay, so we'll get to you in a second. Um, Yudi was asking, how does independence, uh, what is independence you know, besides making my own lunch, right? Making my own sandwich. So we could talk about that as far as the category of taking care of my physical needs. That's a first start. That's a start, but there are many other needs that we have to fill, right? Does that make sense? Yes, Judah. Nice. Okay. So number one, who's keeping, you're going to keep a list? Who's going to write down, you'll write a list? Start number one. The number one thing, and I think we could all agree, and Judah, this is not an order of, this is not an order of um, hierarchy, right? I think we all would agree that the difference between a child and an adult is a child doesn't necessarily even have to take responsibility for his life because his mother has to take responsibility for his life, and his father has to take responsibility for his life, and his caretakers have to take responsibility for his life. It's not, you know what, not only that, people who grow up where their parents did not take care of them suffer tremendously, right? Uh, I think it's called, um, you know, uh, I forgot the, 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 the line that it's called, but it's when you have to parent your parents. It's, not good at all. That's trauma for a lot of people. If you have to, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, there are many books. Of course, of course. Right, okay, correct. Meaning, meaning, if I as a child have to take responsibility, if I have to make my own sandwich and my mommy or my daddy can't make lunch for me, right, that's, that's not so good. It's okay, you know, and then let's talk extremes, right? Usually it goes extremes. You'll have a parent will be like, well, I want to teach my son to be independent, right? It's important to teach your child to be independent. Okay, but, but to what degree, you know, do you have to be independent, right? Uh, um, you know, I speak in, in Israel, there is definitely, the culture in Israel is definitely more to teach independence. I spoke to someone recently, and they were talking about their child, very, you know, Israeli uh, conversation, and I'm not judging them, I'm just contrasting the culture of Israeli culture to American culture, where they're talking about their child getting to a place that was like a half hour away, which is a long walk, you know what I mean? And the, and the mother says to me, you know, yeah, well, well, no problem. Uh, the way to get there is I told my child, you're going to walk there yourself, you'll do that, and you'll figure out a way how to, get, you know, that's like, yeah, you know, uh, toughen up, which there's benefits to that, right? Again, th there are benefits also to saying, I'm going to take my child and help my child get there. You know, whenever you're working in extremes, it's very dangerous. So Judah, well said, number one we're going to say is, taking responsibility for your life as a whole, if I'm understanding that right, which is I take responsibility for my decisions, I'm owning up to my life, as opposed to a child doesn't have to own up to their life, really. They just have to sort of follow uh, what's being told to them. Is that, is that, 
Right. You're re- right. You have to. You have to. Right. You have to correct. As a child, right? There's nothing wrong with cleaning. Your mother can tell you. Your father can tell you to clear off your plate, right? But if you're washing all the dishes and you're cleaning up everything and you're the one who's doing everything, that might be a little bit extreme. Okay, Rabbi Lazarus, you had a... Uh... said uh, the idea of maturity is a person uh, or even a child yes. recognize the fact that they accept responsibility for their lives. Right. I had... Um, we lived in Mariano's for uh, a number of years, and my wife and I were in Yerushalayim. Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I were in Yerushalayim, right. and uh, we didn't know one of my daughters, my younger daughter, broke her leg. She jumped off the, you know, the, the gym for that, you know, the, right. the cars, and uh, we didn't know better. We didn't have telephones. There were no, pel- there were no telephones then. And my 12-year-old daughter uh, got on the bus and carried her to the hospital. Wow. Came into Yerushalayim. Wow. Took her to the emergency room. Wow. They said, where are your parents? They said, I don't know, there's someone in Yerushalayim and how do you get in touch with them? Wow. <laughs> that's called responsibility. Right. And, and that's... That, that right. So it's also taking it. responsibility for someone else, caring for someone else, having the ability to make decisions Right. There are mature decisions. <coughs> my, I'm the oldest one here. Right. I'm 12 and she's just six. Right. It's my responsibility. Nice. Okay. Amazing. Thank you. That's great, Rabbi Lazarus. I wanted to say, Rabbi Lazarus, I just want to say as you were talking, you know, I was listening to the story, I just have to add another, Yitzhi, you're marking that down. So we have, I don't know, you got Judah and you have Rabbi Lazarus. I just want to say one thing that just hit me as I'm listening to Rabbi Lazarus. Um, I think one of the things of being a mature person is to be able to um, is to be able to constantly I don't know if the words constantly, but to be someone who acknowledges the the value of growing and changing and not being stuck of where you are. The reason I was thinking about that is because Rabbi Lazarus is sitting in this shear right now, who he's definitely, probably, as I look around, probably the most adult here. So if he's the most adult here in age, right, so why did he not graduate, and why is he sitting here part of this shear? So to me, that just gave me a great uh, lesson. <laughs> yes, I want to know why. Okay, so that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Thank you. It definitely feels good to get complimented. And you're right, you do owe me for sure. I have the mic most of the time, so I'm able to compliment people. So I have to be able to receive the compliments as well. Thank you.
But one thing that I think, which is also an adult thing to do, is to be able to learn how to receive compliments. Okay, but we'll, we'll get there as well. I don't want to skip. Yes. Responsibility. Right, right, right. And, and one of the definitions of responsibility, which uh, many of you might know, is the ability able to respond. Responsibility is I'm able. Your daughter was able to respond as opposed to a, a child. And you know what? You can't expect from a six-year-old. You can't expect. That's, that's where the problems, I think, begin, is when we expect the children to be adults, right? And the adults are acting like children, right? That's really when things get really crazy. In, in a perfect world, so to speak, right? The, you know, and I, I've said this to people. I've said this to people before. I've said this to guys in yeshiva. They're like, you know, talking about their parents or talking about money, talking about this. I'm like, ready, guys? The normal thing, and again, I know we don't like that word so much, but the way it's supposed to be, that's how I say it, the way it's supposed to be is the parents are supposed to take care of the children. That's the way it's supposed to be. And if it's not like that, we have a problem. A lot of times a child of, of, of dysfunctional parents will, will, will make excuses for the parents. And that's part of the problem. A parent is supposed to take care of a child. The child is not supposed to take care of the parent. And the more, and that means, Yudi, not just in making a sandwich. It, it goes to every level, and, and it's difficult. That's why we're talking about it now. Why are we talking about it now? Because you guys are not parents. Anyone who's a parent here can scratch their head and say, oh my gosh, so that's why my child is like this, so that's why, and it's hard. Talk about regret. But when you're before you're a parent, the more you can make yourself an adult, then you'll be able to take care of your children. When did I have this? Recently, I just had this. Recently, where I was speaking to someone, and I told them, you know, and as anyone here who has grandchildren or older can say, it's not like you then become absolved from your responsibility as your ch children get older, right? When your children get older, you have less responsibility? No, the responsibility continues. It changes. You hopefully have, have, have created, I don't know if that's the right word, you hopefully have influenced or you hopefully have modeled that your children become more independent, but they become more independent in a healthy way. Okay, yes. Nachi, Rabbi Erblach. This is amazing. Go, yes. Who? Yeah. Yeah, what's another thing on the list? Good. And realizes less about giving it. Nice. Beautiful. Okay, nice. Beautiful. Okay, I think that's great. I think that one thing is, am I taking? Children are supposed to take, not supposed to be giving. And of course, we tell the kids, oh, I, I love this. I love when I, when I see parents who are like telling the kids who are fighting, be mavater, be mavater. I want to tell the parents, when's the last time you were mavater? Be mavater. Very easy to tell the kid, you know, how do you translate be mavater? Give, give, give in, you know, share. You know, it's normal, it's very, and it's important to tell children to share. I'm not, I'm not against having children share, but it's very healthy when a child 
you know, wants to keep something for himself, right? It's very good to, 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 to feel that, that I'm taking and I'm a taker when you're a child. That's, that's a child, a child, like Rabbi Erbil is saying, children, right? And an immature, it's all about me, 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 me. A baby is the most me, 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 me. Hopefully as you get older and older, you stop with the me, 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 and it turns into you, 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 you a little bit more. But if you never got the me, 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 right, then you're gonna have trouble with the you, 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 you. So, so a child needs to receive. The adult wants to give. Beautiful, I think that's great. Yes, Nachi. So you were saying a lot of the dysfunctional parenting kind of originates in when you expect a 16-year-old be like an 18 year old right and so and either there's got and you just said there's got to be a point where it's about the i guess the me 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 right so what happens when let's say a parent the other way around the parent expects an 18 year old to still be like a six-year-old and there's no independence at all right beautiful other extreme great beautiful uh, amazing question Aki. great question what happens when the parent is overly babying the 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 child and that when they're 18 years old they treat them like a six-year-old right and they're they're controlling or they're they have to take care of so that's the other remember that's the other extreme the other extreme of a parent being not a healthy parent the other extreme is going to be where you're doing everything for your child and you don't let your child do anything and you don't trust your child and you you know, uh, um, you're scared for your child, whatever it might be, wherever it's coming from. Usually it's coming from the, the parents' insecurity, whatever it is, but that's, a ter- that's, that's also terrible. That's an extreme. Any extreme is going to be dangerous. If you're going to treat your 18-year-old and say, just do everything themselves and do everything, you know, 18-year-olds need, need to have things done for them too. But it's all within the boundaries of what they need. So good. Well, you're already getting much more nitty-gritty in what those specific things are, but, but uh, very good. So wait, so let's just interpret that again. Oh, maybe. Let's just say that again. So, so, so you, oh, you were just asking a side question. You're not giving another example, right? Right, well, I'm going to say the example what Nachi's saying. When you're not aware of the boundaries of the other person, I would say that's a child a childlike thing to do as well. You're missing boundaries. Boundaries. Little children don't really, right? The, lo- the, 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 the younger you are, the less boundaries. The Yushalmi, Yushalmi says, Im'ein das, or Im'ein deya, Im'ein das, Havdallah minayin. Right, let me just explain what that means. The less knowledge you have, the less boundaries you have. Why? Let's give an example. A little baby doesn't know the difference between, right? Oh, it's great. I just chafed. This is great for America. Menachem, you're going to love this one. This is a great one, right? You don't know boundaries, which is the baby doesn't know the difference between the father and the mother. He doesn't know who's my father, who's my mother. It's, there's a person. There's, doesn't even know that there's a person. Doesn't know, right? You ever see a little baby when the, when the parent leaves the room, the baby starts crying. Why? Because they think, they don't realize that my parent or whoever it is went to another room. They don't have the das to differentiate. When they get older, the older they get, 
right? Then they say, oh, this is my father. This is my mother. This is my brother. This is my sister. But of course, I don't know if they can express themselves. The younger you are and the less das you have, the less differentiation. I'll give you another, another example, right? Somebody who doesn't know anything about Torah or doesn't know anything about things, right? These are just two books. These are two books. The more knowledge you know, you say, oh, this is Chavetz Chaim. Hmm, Hilchus Lashon Hara. This is Mesil Shisharim. Ah, oh, very good. That's Musr, Ramchal. Ah, oh, this is a Chumash. Oh, I know what the Chumash is. That's Torah Shebechsav, Torah Shebalpeh. When a person has less knowledge, less knowledge, they're not able to differentiate. The younger you are in your brain, the less of that, that's what I was thinking, Menachem, of what's going on in the world now. In the world, what's going on, right? Exactly, what? Correct. Is that, oh, I can't say this is a boy and I can't say this is a girl. It's all one big mishka bobble. I can't differentiate between someone who's older, someone who's younger. It's however I feel, whatever I am. No, that's called someone who has no das. That's no das. So another thing, Yitzi, we could put in there is the more mature you are, the more you're able to differentiate. I just thought of another piece that goes great with that. In psychology, there's something called transference. This is very, very important to know. Transference is part of not having boundaries. If you had, this is just simple shot, I'm not going into a whole psychology class about this. Transference is if your father beats you, whether physically, emotionally, whatever, however it happened, or you were beaten down by your father, you have a very bad, bad trauma, triggers with dad. So any male in your life could be similar to that. Everyone becomes your father. So since every male becomes your father, you're not differentiating to say, but he's not my father. He didn't hurt me. So every person who you come in contact with, which a lot of times us as men, we do that all the time, where a lot of things represent our father, whether God represents our father, whether our Rebbe represents our father, Judaism, different things represents our father. And when we don't have the clarity to distinguish between he's not your father, that's not your brother who beat you up. Every time you have contact with a male, an older male, you might be like, whoa, I can't handle this guy. But that's not your, right? Your father could have passed away, you know, 30 years ago. Your father could have never been in your life besides that time. Why are you transferring? It's called transferring because you transfer that to the other person. So the next thing, Yitzi, if you'll write down, is a child and transitioning from a child to an adult. The child, everyone's the same. Every male's the same. Every female's the same. It's all the same. The more you get older and more, not older, it's not true, the more mature you get, the more you start distinguishing. You say, this is healthy, this is not healthy. This is good, this is not good. Yeah, Shua, you had a... You had a I just wanted to say to your earlier point. Yes. Like uh, animals, you eat an animal when it's a baby. Exactly. You start following you around and it will think you're its mother, you're its... You know, correct, whatever. exactly. So you take care of it. Correct, because that does, cause it does... Correct, because it doesn't have the das. All it needs is someone to give me. There's no relationship there. Just give me my milk, give me my food... 
Right, right, correct, correct. And they literally probably have a similar attachment to you that they would for anyone who's providing for them as a, yeah, beautiful. Yes, Ravilla. Right. So halavai would be that simple. Yeah, yeah. The cognitive—that's an into so good. Now, now we're getting into already. There's there's the intellectual part and there's the emotional part. Intellectually, I might know it, but emotionally, I might have trouble with that. So that is definitely a part of it. Sure, to understand in my brain that that is not my. Yeah, okay, I don't know, right. The, the details of how to get there, the intervention is already a different conversation, how to do that, you know. I, I, it's definitely not something that people nowadays can just, you know, oh, well, it's not my father. Oh, okay, thank you, then I'm done, right? It's much more complex because, we, because we're, we're, we're much more complex because it's not as simple. There's, there's, there are... You know, there's, uh, you know, it's like people say, I've heard this from people, you know, saying, you know, I just got to get over it. You know, I was bullied my whole life. I was beaten down my whole life. And I'm just, I don't know why I can't get over it. You can't get over it, right? Or someone who's had a loss, you know, to someone dear to them as younger or, or someone who, went through tra- tra- a tragedy in their life. Like, I don't know why I still, you know, I'm holding on to it. Like, just get over it. Why <laughs> you just get over it? Why would I just get over it? You know, it's, it takes time, you know. We also don't focus on things so much. We also don't, um, we don't spend so much time, you know. You, you guys have it much harder, in my opinion. Um, you know, I've spoken about this before, because you guys have your phones, which is really a big, big problem. The reason it's a big problem is because, you know, this I hopped, I think, two years ago it hit me. You know, when, you were, when I was a kid, or anyone older who didn't grow up with cell phones or smartphones, when you were a kid and you were having a bad day, you had to sit with your bad, you had to sit there with your bad day. So you had to sort of experience your bad day. Nowadays, when a kid, right, if I were a kid nowadays and I was having a bad day, give me my phone. I want my phone. So what happens is your bad day doesn't go away. It just gets, it just gets ignored. And you know what happens when we ignore you know, our feelings and we ignore you know, those emotions. We don't recognize them anymore. We're afraid of them. We don't know what it is. So the same thing that happens when someone goes through, you know, a traumatic experience, or someone goes through difficult times. The the nature is to escape it and to get away. To get away. Back in the day, there was only so much escaping you could do. What are you going to do already? We. What are you going to do? You 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 sat with with a lot of that, which was good in a certain way. But if you're able to escape it, then you show up at 20 years old, and then you're, 
you're, you realize that I'm still five years old, I'm still seven years old, because you never really dealt with, certain, with many of the things that happened. Every time something happened to you, you just went off and ignored it or detached from it. So, okay, who's next? Yes, Yaakov. Yeah. Right. 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 So that's a little bit like what Judah was saying is that I think is that realizing that that I have to take responsibility for my life and that no one is going to take care of me and take and, and do that for me. Which again, I think is probably the, one of the hardest things because especially if you weren't taken care of as a kid, so you have a hole. You're missing because you're craving someone to take care of you. And then what happens? Then you get married. You're like, okay, finally, I'm married. Now she's going to take care of me. Now, what happens when she doesn't take care of you? Okay, but then we're going to have kids, and my kids are going to take care of me. And then what happens when they don't take care of you? And then you're left with a big hole. So 100% Yaakov, realizing that I got to take care of myself. And this I've said many times, is that it doesn't mean you can't have people help you. We all need help. And for people to help take care of us, but to what level? Is it, I'm at zero, and I need someone who 100% take care of me? Or I'm at 80, and I need someone to fill me up 20%. I'm just going to make a shahakal. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Olam Shachol Neim Edvaral. Yes. It's you got that one? That's also, yeah. There was a story recently in the news yeah. about this college guy who wanted, who was accepted to be interviewed. And it was going to be a Zoom interview. So the Zoom interview is set up, but as he's talking to the interviewer, his mom kept busting in saying, no, what my son wants to say is really this. And, you know, you can hear him saying, like, come on, stop. But she just kept busting in on the Zoom interview. Right. And the interviewer said, Madam, we want to interview your son, mm-hmm. not you. Mm-hmm. We don't think this is a good fit. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. And mm-hmm. that was that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, his 21, 22-year-old guy, you know, mm-hmm. is, I think it's called helicopter parenting. They just right. don't stop. It's like right. you're starting to go a man now. It's like right. Right. up. Right. Beautiful. So, so, so uh-huh. what? What I think is similar to what Nachi is saying, Shlomo Menachem, is that is that a lot of times when someone um, you know doesn't receive the care from from someone else, they don't receive the care. So sometimes they need to, you know. Uh, overcompensate, you know, and, and, uh, and take care of the, the other person um, and make sure that they're cared for because they'll fall apart or whatever the, the psychology of that, but correct. So that already is falling under a category that I'm not sure. That's a little bit, we could, we could maybe talk about, I got to look into that a little bit more, that, that uh, where that manifests itself as far as a child to an, to an adult, meaning you know, that's a, a parent not letting a child become become an adult. Yeah. Yes, Aviel. Yeah. 
Yes. He's expecting to get what he didn't get as from his mother or from his father or from his brothers or from people. What do you think is going to happen? So you're saying... Well, he doesn't... The, the problem... No, is that he's not going to get his mother's... His wife is not going to help because that's not... He doesn't need his wife to love him. He needs his mother to love him. And his wife is not his mother. Yeah, so he's not going to get taken care of by his wife because he needs his mommy and he doesn't have his mommy. And he wants his wife to mommy him. Right, so I want to be a baby. And I want my, my wife to be my mother. That's what people do. People marry their mothers, meaning they want to marry their mother. I'm not getting into Freud, but I'm saying you, we, people want to marry someone who will take care of them. There are different types of relationships. Some girls want their, their, their spouses to father them. That's, those aren't health, those are, those are normal, those are typical things that happen. But that's not a healthy relationship. You're not my mother, and I'm not your father. I'm, we're married, you're my spouse, we're equals. Right, we're supposed to work together. But when then that's not in the, in the picture, and, I'm, and you're missing the love that I'm trying to fill, and, you, and I'm missing the love that you're trying to fill, if we're all trying to fill each other's loves, we're in big trouble. Yeah, makes sense? Yeah, what? What? That what? That's the world. Huh? Yeah, the world's a very funny place because everyone's looking for love. And there was a song, looking for love in all the wrong places. Sorry to say that in the base medrash, but that was the song, you know, that you're looking for love and you're not going to find it. That's why people, that's what people do. They're looking for love and then why do they not find the love? I don't find it in the, in the, in the alcohol. You're not going to find the love in the alcohol. You're not going to find the love in the, in the, in the, in the, your, in your phone. You're not going to find the love. You're going to look for the love and they'll sell you that love. Sure, they're great at that. They're king sell you that love. They love to sell you the love. Yes, Rabbi Simmons. Levy, you're not gonna, I'm not going to let you be quiet, Levy. You're going to have to say something. Levy Ukraine chick's in the house. That's not, that's not simple. He could t- yeah. Rabbi Simmons, yeah. I think there's a dichotomy that uh, it's good to need other people uh, okay. and bring them into your life. On the other hand, uh, not to rely on that, meaning that... that um, not to not to need them. To need to exactly. need them to want to want them to to reach out and, and, and offer uh, your, the opportunity for them to help you let them into your life. But, Correct. But but not to need that. Correct. Because if they're not providing that, right. that I, I need to hold responsibility for myself. Correct. Correct. So sometimes when we 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 can just get into this mode of, of, of 
waiting for someone else to quote unquote you know, rescue us. Right, exactly. Um, and they're still holding these two things Correct. together. Correct. Correct. I, I think what you're saying, the way I, the way I describe what you're saying, is that, is that there's a reason Hashem put us with a, with a spouse and in a community and with children and with other people. And that's something that is part of the human, uh, the, the way, uh, right? That, that, that's true. But, but, that's the, the extreme, you know, of, of I'm nothing without you. You know, there's the balance of I am something without you, but I'm better with you, let's say. You know, and, and for when everyone, you know, realizes that, when you're, you know, codependency, right, when that, that's all about that I, that I am, that I have not, I'm not, I'm non-existent in a certain way, right? I have no, I have no intrinsic, anything and I'm totally totally dependent on someone else for everything and the more you are of that that's very very dangerous very very dangerous very dangerous I don't know if that's the right word but I think it's an appropriate word yes we'll do two more and then yeah yeah I think that's a point that they will take care of the yeah I have a theory I think they have a name. It's called Peter Pan Timo. The what? The Peter Pan Timo. Okay, that was. That's me. That he, in my time, I already grew up in the modern society. But before that, it was in a certain age, you play video games. In a certain age, you play with toys. In a certain age, you see cartoons. Now, the big uh, society is in the big point. So the whole thing that this guy, when they grew up, <coughs> still play video games. Nice. Still playing with toys. Nice. Star Wars collection, very expensive. So that they don't stop your childhood. They want to bring the childhood with you. Nice. And so that part of the company is for challenges. Nice. Very common to hear all the, the more beautiful things like that. Nice. Beautiful. I think it's interesting you're saying that because now I remember the scene that I had uh, about 20 something years ago when, when uh, people started with their cell phones. I'll never forget the scene when I saw this man. He must have been in, in his 70s, and it was during Mincha. And he was, he, everyone finished their, more or less, their Shmones, right? And uh, they were waiting for the Chazar Sashats. And the 70 year old guy was sitting there on his phone um, playing, you know, uh, uh, Angry Birds or whatever it was. Snake. No, it was after Snake. It was already, and I was looking, I was saying, like, I never, ever, ever want to be that guy. I never want to be a guy at, at 70 years old that I'm playing video games. I don't want to be playing video games. So it's very interesting. So we might want to put that on the list, right? As an adult, right, uh, who's playing um, video games, right, and, and doing, correct, and he's jumping on a trampoline, right? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's already, people might get, it might trigger people, get people nervous. Like, what's wrong with me, you know, uh, you know, uh, doing all these sports and all these things, but but yeah, very well said. Okay, wow, we got a lot of hands going up over here. Rabbi Lazarus, or can we can we just, yeah? Okay, thank <laughs> you. Yes, Shmuley, you yeah. Um, you're talking about like needing to be like uh, people needing other people to like take care of them. Right. Um, I think I find myself sometimes like needing that for confidence. Right. Um, like, uh, 
you know, like I have a conversation with someone and mid-conversation, I look at myself like outside my body and I see myself as a kid. Right. Like, I don't see myself as like a nice. established, like, like person that has an opinion, you know, nice. like, I get, I'm weak in that moment. It's nice. Like, how do I step into like, nice. like you're, you're saying amazing things, but I want to know like steps. Nice. Like, nice. like what's like, okay. beautiful move to like, okay. Amazing. Nice. Nice. Wow. Amazing. That's, I mean, I think that's, that's, you're, you're, that's the point, is that awareness that, that you just said something very powerful, like you, you sort of like separated and you saw yourself as this child. That's the first step. The first step is to say, the first step is to say, oh my goodness, you know when you look at that guy and he's acting like a baby? And you're like, that guy's acting like such, you see someone yelling at someone, or you see someone doing something, and you're like, that guy's acting like such a child. But we don't see ourselves like that. You don't, we don't see ourselves like that and say like, wow, I'm literally acting like a child. But the second that you can separate, you could separate and say, whoa, like, why do I regress? Why do I become like this little baby when I'm, when I'm, that's a, that's a start. It's not like I'm a child as in like, like I'm being childish. Right. I just feel like very weak, underdeveloped, and like I want someone to come and that's, fix the situation. Okay, that's, that's a, like no, like but that's what a child will do. A child is yeah. powerless. A child wants someone to come and take care of them. Yeah. I'm not able to stand on my own from that. Those yeah. are, that's a, that's a child. That's what happens. And we all do that. We all, that happens to a lot of us. Sometimes that'll just happen. And you'll get triggered, and it triggers you. Why? So you, you got to go back to that. Got to understand that. It's great. It's great. Good. That awareness is everything. That's the first start. Yeah, we're going to wrap up, Yodi. Let's wrap us up. Real quick, you said that on the previous thing. Yeah. It's great that Ronnie's saying this. I was just probably had a conversation about like decision making. I said I was never taught how to make a decision. So how in the world am I supposed to make a decision? Exactly. Right. If you, if your father, your mother always made decisions for you. So, and I said this yesterday, right? It can happen with a Rebbe and a Talmud. It can happen with a, a, a boss and an employee. And I said, it's very dangerous because a Rebbe could say, huh, I'm your Rebbe. I will tell you what to do. And the Talmud's like, yes, I have a great Rebbe because he tells me what to do. And I'm like, I don't like that. I, obviously, in, in, in different levels, it's important. To sometimes have someone who could tell you, you know, sometimes we need someone and we're lost, right? But I always say, you know, you know, the best thing is you want to, you know, develop a relationship where you're teaching someone how to make decisions. You're, you're helping guide them to learn how to make their own decisions, how to make, you know, uh, to think about things as opposed to, you know, let me take note, you know, I have this all the time. So, oh, Rebbe, you say you got your, your wife is more important than this and that. Let's say my wife needs me at home and I have to go to Mariv. What do I do? I'm like, if there was a checklist of what you're supposed to do, they would have already had the book out and nobody would be asking the question and everybody would just follow what the book says. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. Okay. Amazing. Yes, you're the quick second part. Yeah. Maybe we were talking about another time. Yeah. I'm saying how like 
they heard me saying the story about the guy by Marv is playing the game. So like I understand why like I understand why there's two parts that that could be the problem. Right? That's sort of how do I how do I know as I mature like what what is less acceptable, not in terms of like everybody else, mm. in terms of myself. Because mm. like again, like some things like I understand, like I get older and I'm not interested in playing with dumb shows. Like not only is it not okay, but like I'm not interested. I don't know I'm not interested, right. but like I Good. like it's 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 boring to me. Good. Some things they're still like, nice. uh, like I still enjoy playing video games. Nice. But, like maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it's not. No, no, it's okay. You're no, not. No, no, I'm not saying seventy. I'm not saying right, right now. So good. Well, so let's continue with Mitzvah tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow we have the chas. I'm not sure if I, when I'm going to give shear. Um, if I'm going to give, maybe I'll do it earlier. Depends, because the way I got to figure out tomorrow we'll be in touch. But that's a great. We got to get into that. Meaning, what is considered, right? At what stage do we consider something? Because it could be in ten years from now. Playing video games is like, what's wrong with playing video games? What's wrong with, right? Imagine seeing, imagine if that guy during Mincha had like two little, you know, um, you know, toys and was going like, whoa, woo, woo, woo. You'd be like, this guy is, is crazy. But he could sit there and play a video game and that's okay. He could be on his phone and that's okay. But if he had two little dolls playing with each other, there would be something wrong with him. Hashem should help us all. We should all be zocha to uh, a gadol, a gadol, right? Zehakatan gadol yeh. That's what we daven when a baby is born and a baby has a bris. We say, this child, I hope he grows up to an adult. So let's continue uh, growing up and trying to become adults. Have a wonderful day, everybody.